Today is Valentine's Day, so let's talk relationships. During the pandemic, we saw a lot of relationships end for various reasons. People spent a lot of time together, and pandemic divorces were a thing. It leads to the question of how does a relationship that was strong fizzle over time, not because of the pandemic, but just in general. A study is currently underway in London by psychologist David Desois, a professor of psychology and psychiatry at Western University, looking into that very question. 150 couples are taking part. More are welcome to if they so choose. I will share the email at the end of this interview we're about to do if you are interested. David Desois joins us now to talk about this. Thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I think this is an interesting uh, thing to study. You know, what went wrong is a question a lot of people ask when a relationship ends. What was sort of the the genesis for you to want to look into this and start this study? Well, part of it's related to my uh, work in depression that I've been looking at over the past couple of decades and really have looked at the way people think about themselves when they're depressed and realize that a big part of that has to do with um, interpersonal beliefs, beliefs about who I am in relationship with others. And so as the research went on, it, um, you know, became worth uh, thinking about, should we look beyond just sort of the self-beliefs people have um, in terms of depression, to also looking at beliefs we hold about other people and how we structure those beliefs and, and hold those memories uh, together about people we love, including our partners. And so we, we started to look at that in terms of what are the belief systems we set up in terms of romantic relationships, and can we better understand those in terms of how that contributes to depression and to relationship distress. It seems that whole aspect was maybe supercharged a little bit by the pandemic. We saw a lot of people looking at their uh, relationships, maybe questioning relationships in different ways based on some of the circumstances we all found ourselves in. Absolutely. The, I think the pandemic has really shown us the uh, both the good and the bad in relationships. And for many, I think it was a uh, it was something that augmented whatever was there. So if there was some tension in the relationship, it, it made things worse. And if it was a healthy relationship, I think the pandemic actually helped to facilitate to make things better. <laughs> um, so it was really sort of something that built extremes within our relationships. So what do we know right now in terms of relationships and maybe uh, the way we view ourselves and the way we view others? Well, we we have done some research to look at the idea that... Um, you know, people in romantic relationships tend to create fairly sophisticated mental representations of their mental partners, of their romantic partners. And and with this, uh, with these mental representations, they tend to be stored in memory and, and they impact the way we understand our partners, interpret what they're doing, uh, respond to the things they say and do. And so in a, in a sense, it's like having a you know, we've all heard of, of rosy glasses in a relationship, and we can also have sort of tinted glasses that are that color our, our relationships in a negative way. Um, another way to look at it is like a filter where we tend to allow certain things in and block other things out. And so if you hold a, a positive representation of your partner in mind, that they're caring, they're thoughtful, and so on, um, that that's like a positive filter, and, and we tend to interpret things in a more positive light and, and get, give people credit or cut them slack when things aren't going so well. On the flip side, if we hold a negative representation of our partner, 
that they're selfish or they don't care about my needs. Um, we tend to see, you know, all of their actions through that lens or through that filter. And so all the positive things sort of get filtered through, uh, just like a sieve where we pour water over and the, and the, and the bits would, would pour through and we hold on to those things that are uh, more negative if, if we're holding negative representations of our partners. And so in a sense, I think um, as time goes on, every behavior that our partner engages in gets interpreted through a negative light. And that can start to make us, uh, you know, develop an even more consolidated memory and belief system that's negative about our partners. So how will your study work? Well, we're looking at, um, so we've run a study before that's looked at, um, you know, that people create these negative filters. And we found that that does um, predict relationship um, satisfaction or dissatisfaction, depending on how those filters work. What we're doing now is we're bringing couples into the lab. So we've run 150 couples so far. Um, and we're, what we're doing is hoping to, to run 300 in total. And people come into the lab and they complete a, a number of different questionnaires and, and, you know, things about their, their thoughts about their partners and how they're perceiving their partners. And then they engage in what we call a conflict discussion task. So they um, have just a brief discussion about something that's causing a bit of an itch in the relationship. And, um, and they discuss that and, and it's recorded. And we do a video mediated recall. So at certain time frames, we, um, with each person in the dyad, we, in a separate room, we kind of stop it like a play-by-play you do in a hockey game at the intermission where they freeze frame the, the play and they say, okay, the defense should have done this. We sort of stop it at certain segments and ask people, okay, what were you thinking in that particular moment? Um, and so it's really going to help us get a better sense of how did these belief systems affect the in-the-moment interactions that couples have? And then following that, they'll be followed up with some questions that get sent to them each day for a couple of weeks, just a quick kind of what we call a daily diary, but they're just a few questions about the relationship so that we can better understand longer term, how is that affecting the behavior? And how is the behavior then affecting the belief system? And I see you're looking for couples of all gender identities, uh, sexual orientations and age groups, which is interesting uh, in terms of, you know, was a relationship or a relationship or is it different if uh, you're a different age group or, or anything? Uh, I'm, I'm curious how that might turn out. Yeah, so it's open to all, um, anyone who has been in a relationship for three or more months. And um, yeah, the idea would be to look at some of those variables. For example, you know, does the belief system that people develop consolidate more as the relationship goes on longer. You know, we know that often the very traits we, we initially were attracted to in someone um, become those things we start to detest later on. So someone is very caring, but later on it can be perceived as self-sacrificing, you know, and it becomes gets a negative twist on it. And so part of, you know, in some ways what we need to do in our relationships is pull back from those filters and, and stop ourselves and ask, okay, hold on a second, is this really what the evidence is saying or is this what my filter is saying? And by stopping and being more evidence-based in the way we look at our partners, we can really have a positive impact on our relationships. We will uh, follow with interest. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. That's David Dejoie, professor of psychology and psychiatry at Western University. Anyone wishing to join the study can email the research team at moodlab at uwo.ca. That's moodlab at uwo.ca.